0: AMG, what's up? Welcome. That is bright. In the building, 20 more questions. Let's get this sorted out. Mm-hmm. Right, so let's get all this sorted. Mm-hmm. Welcome. AMG, welcome. and mm-hmm. How are you? Questions with Folly Fresh. I'm your host, IC icy, icy Music on the Instagram. If you want to follow me, uh, but good evening. Welcome, Richie in the building. Get my headphones in. Hope everyone is well. Body fresh in the building, a green in the building. Oh, we're going to get started. Now we had a question last week. Which we to hey Ray, and you're back. Welcome. We had a question last week, let's see if anyone can get that question, because um, nobody actually seemed to answer it, let's see if I can find it, we go, mm, 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 mm. Ah, I can't find it here, uh, the question was how many seconds in a year, jeez, how so many seconds in a year, Best man walking in a building, and ladies and gentlemen this is 21 questions, if this is your first time locked in I'm your host Icy. Um, and in 21 questions, this is our live, Insta live platform uh, where we take time to delve into the, the behind the scenes actually of who people are asking them 21 questions and more within the allotted time. Um, and if you have any questions, I would love for you to put them in the question box. All right? There's a function at the bottom and you can use that. Um, but also please get involved through the comment section. If there's anything that you're feeling that's being said, if there's anything that you're connecting with. We want to fill you in that comment section. So right about now, if I can have a round of applause in the comment section, just to know you're here, just to know you're in the building. Big up, Simply Andy, in the building. Mm-mm-mm. We're gonna get started in a second. Mm-mm-mm. Who else we got in the building okay yes 21 questions guys make sure if you are just um joining us for the first time link in our bio thank you brie you know i'm just trying to get me <laughs> you know I mean? Um uh, make sure you click the link in our bio we have got over i think what 17 episodes now at the moment uh, where you can go back and listen to every single one of the interviews that we have had. Uh, we've had ZZ Mills, Ramel London, William Adwasi, um, Bobby Kasanga. Um, who else have we had? We've had um, London J. Uh, so many people that have kind of shared their story. Um, so I really love you to get involved and don't want you to miss out on that. Big up to me. Congratulations again. Loved that yesterday. Um, all right. Without further ado, let's not waste any time. Let's get straight into it. I'm going to invite Folly Fresh Inside. And into the building. Fully Froley. How's it going, bro? How you doing? I'm blessed, man. I'm really good. You're looking fresh today.
1: Listen, what, what set is this? I had to get myself sorted out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was it was it was a it was, it was about time. What did you have did you not have a haircut? No, it's March. No. For real? Yeah. Is that why you was wearing your hat every single episode? There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but go and check go and check all the twenty one questions up till last week and you'll see it. the only thing I'm wearing is a hat. Because yeah. what was underneath that hat was disrespectful. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> How did you feel after you got that haircut? you know what just
1: all i'm going to say here just keeping out on the page in it like between (laughs) between today and tomorrow
0: uh i tell you i I actually felt like it was it was a life moment (laughs) oh where'd you get your haircut do you go to the same person or can you go anywhere um
1: most of the time i try to stick with a barber that i've been with for a long time so it's f f the barber yeah effed up in london in oval but sometimes because, because of where I live, I'm based now. I'm not based in London anymore, so I have to sometimes
0: travel. But a lot of the time, I same, same, same. Yeah, yeah, track. track yeah, same. Travel. I'm, I'm out and way outside London, but my barber is in London. But I can't, you know, I can't afford to just uh, roll up to any. That's it. <laughs> barber. <laughs> I gotta, yeah. Even if I got to travel, I have gotta go. I have gotta go all the way. And um, well, guys, welcome to Twenty One Questions. fully fresh Welcome, everyone, that's joining us. Welcome to Twenty One Questions. This is the. Sit Down's live Instagram segment where we ask our guests all these questions, up to 21 questions and more to get an idea of the depth of who they are and what life is like behind the scenes. Um, and so we have Polly Fresh here today, wanting to interview you because I see you from afar, I've seen you from way back. We used to come to our, to our house, yeah. just, bust, just bust so much jokes. And just to see how far you've gone now, really want to document that and, and share that story. Um, so what exactly. we've got set up is first we have, no, no worries. Uh, first thing we've got set up is, um, your quick fire, um, questions. So it's like five minutes where you're going to ask questions. Don't think about them. First thing that comes to your mind and let's hear what you say. Guys, welcome joining us. We've got Anne in the building. We've got Miss Ninety in the building. Who else we've we got, uh, who else we've we got? Becky in the building, um, and Millie, simply Andy. And many more all right cool let's get into it 21 questions let's get it so let's put your timer up there your time starts from now okay cool number one favorite food uh lasagna really
1: yeah
0: vegetable or, or meat uh, unfortunately meat <laughs> unfortunately. all right second question favorite color Uh blue blue okay oh yeah okay you wear a lot of blue yeah. um next question is um who are the special people in your life?
1: Um, my wife, my children, my nuclear family, hmm. and supporters, people. Yeah, my friends, my friend, my, my my circle.
0: Your circle, okay, cool. And what's your favorite item in your wardrobe?
1: Oh, that one's hot. Um, it might be a suit. Favorite suit? Do you know, there are. I have many suits. That I see. <laughs> and
0: they're all quite banging. I'll say, I have a really nice shirt I got recently, so yeah, I'll say shirt. Where'd you get it from? Reese. Woof, Reese! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez, that's not, um, that's, uh, not that's not Primark. Um, it's, shopping, it's shopping smart. It ah, uh-huh, okay. It was like proper like cheap. <laughs> corona sales, Corona sales, all right, cool. Uh, what inspires you the most? Um,
1: my understanding or my growing understanding of God's
0: purpose for me. I'm one, one. deep, deep, Pastor, thank you. Um, what makes you angry?
1: Ooh, hardly anything, you know. It's weird. I don't get angry. Really? Oh, actually, bad driving. I get road rage. That's it.
0: <laughs> Who doesn't get road rage, man? Uh, trust. What does someone have to do to bring out that road rage? Just something stupid, because obviously,
1: driving a car, cars, cars can be good, but they can also be very dangerous. In the road. Trust. <laughs> They're doing the wrong thing at the wrong time oh listen
0: trust me i've had my fair share of my fair share of crashes uh introvert or extrovert i
1: an i'm an extrovert but i actually love introverted people
0: oh you're, you're saying so you're extrovert yeah but you love introverted people yeah how does that work um it's just I, this is just it's just the process of peeling them okay yeah yeah, yeah 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 okay I like, that, I like that um I wanted to ask do you favorite Netflix program at the moment um,
1: favorite Netflix program what were we watching I, I don't know what it's called but it's something made by a Nigerian <laughs> yeah <laughs> it wasn't Hollywood
0: it, it wasn't Hollywood it's probably with yeah, but it's on Netflix and it's, it's actually really good for them. Good for okay, Netflix. all right. Yeah. Um, what is your favourite holiday destination? you love to um, go, love to go. I don't go
1: on holiday much. I travel for work, so... Um, mm. But I'd say the place that I love going back to, weirdly enough, is Dubai.
0: Well, uh, why weirdly? Pardon?
1: Hmm? Why, we- why weirdly? Um, because... Um... It's, it's, it's an obvious place, but I, I think oh, okay. I'm always in awe as to because I go, even though I go regularly. Every year, I go, um, let's say I go two, three, four times a year. The next year that I go, you just see that they've just made more advancements. In, yeah, yeah,
0: it's amazing. Yeah, I hear that. One day I will go. Um, <laughs> Don't worry, one day maybe even God will use me to take you. You know. Ah, uh, that's why we are doing this today. That's my ticket. Um, <laughs> Um, finish this sentence. If I had eight million pounds, if I won the lottery and won eight million pounds, I would. Is, is, is this a trick, trick one? No. If you, so if you want eight million pounds, what would you do? Oh, what would I do? Um, <laughs> I would
1: try my level best to invest in better, in better schooling yeah. for less privileged people in the motherland.
0: Okay. Where's your motherland from?
1: Um, I'm Nigerian. Um, Nigerian. Both, both my parents are Yoruba, so
0: yeah. Okay, okay. I, mean, I think
1: I'll I... just limit it to Nigeria across Africa.
0: Across Africa, wonderful, beautiful. All right, last question. Do you have any OCDs? We got like Mrs. Yeager in the building. Yeah, I do actually. It's weird. What is it? And it's specific
1: to my house. If someone puts something somewhere, <laughs> especially I'm, I'm like, if my wife puts something somewhere, if it's not in the right position, I would, I would adjust it and she hates it, and I, and I actually can't help it. I always do it. And sometimes I'm conscious, I don't do it, and then I'll still do it.
0: So is that even like a, a cup? So the cup was a bit Anything. too- It could
1: be a cup. It could be, an, it could be the letter we just received in a post. You placed on the table, but it was wow. this way. I'll move it
0: so it can stay this way. Don't ask wow. me. I don't, even know. <laughs> I don't know. All right, um, last question. What is your favorite? You know, your favorite personality trait for yourself? Um, just being a people person, a lover of people. I love, them. I love hey. yeah. All right. Boop boop boop. Five minutes is up. Come on, no shaking, no stopping. That, that no, that that's just that was to ease you in. That 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 was just to ease you in. That was light work. Wait, wait a minute. have we even started? Um, All right, guys, welcome to 21 Questions. If you're just joining us, I am your host, IC. That's I C I E. If you want to follow me, it's I C I E music on Instagram and Twitter. We are here, 21 Questions, with Mr. Foley Fresh, uh, the microphone champion. That's what I call him, the microphone champ international <laughs> microphone champion. Um, and we're just going to take time to delve into his story and find out a bit more about him. There's things I found out about him that I did not even know. Oh, so we're worse. going to delve. All right, cool. his face. His face is shook. Um, all right, I I used to do a bit of hosting myself. Um, like I've hosted, maybe in my lifetime, I've hosted about three, I think three or four weddings, and I've done okay. event and I've done event hosting. Yeah. And man, it is not easy. It is not, and I've seen like I've seen some of your videos and your promo stuff. It make you make it look easy. But i know it's not 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 easy uh, so i wanted to ask you um what are some like misconceptions about hosting that people have
1: um i think the obvious one is that we just stand there and we just talk like verbal diarrhea like <laughs> I, I, say, I say this to people and um i think one time i said it to a client i was like well if you feel it, like was that a client well not a client but i said it to someone, I was like if you feel like what I'm doing is easy, by all means, I can I can call you up and you, yeah, can, yeah. you can come and do it.
0: <laughs> Why, what was that a,
1: like an argument you were having? It wasn't really an argument, but he was just like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Because I think he had a friend who was kind of like, giving me accolades and stuff like that. He was like, oh, boy, it's just a talk. Isn't it just a talk? <laughs> and I was, I was a lot. And it's weird because um, even within the industry, within the events and industry in the UK and the wedding industry in the UK, I still have people saying that, oh, you guys have it easy because yours is just, it's just to turn up and talk. I'm just like. Oh, no way. I'm like, oh, yeah.
0: What are some of the things that go into, in, into making it work for someone's I, wedding day?
1: I would say, I probably just try and narrow it down to five things. I'd say number one is being able to read the audience mm. to read when, you know, when the mood is kind of low, and you need to pick it up or when the mood is, when the mood is, is a bit serious. Cause you do get moments where, I don't know, someone might want to come in with a late parent or, You know, they might be emotional, and you just don't. Obviously, it's a wedding night. It's as much as you want to kind, um, you want to kind of mark the personal things in the life, etc. But you also want to make sure that it doesn't kind of drop the mood completely. Where everyone, yeah, you got me. So there's reading the audience, and and understanding how to maneuver, you know, the audience, etc. It's it's being able to think on your feet because sometimes, well, ninety nine (laughs) point nine 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 percent of the time, things don't go according to plan. So you have to be able to think. Thinking your feet, like we have some people like um, um, Les, Les New, Beatrice of Les New, and oh. um, and Gabby of a Fletcher. And but these are like wedding planners, so they they'd be able to, you know, and well, I won't say wedding, wedding and event planners. And I've worked with them a number of times over the, over the space of the last maybe half a decade or a decade. And they, sometimes information doesn't get fed to you because it's just not appropriate, and you yes. have to think on your feet. You have to be intuitive. You have to know how to, you know, just be able to do impromptu things. Um, in addition to that, people think you're just an MC. There's been many t- many times over my career where I've carried tables, I've served as the barman. <laughs> being, I see, I'm being so serious. I even rolled up my sleeve, took my razor, and became a server. I was serving Jollof Rice. Um, yeah, I became a parking attendant, you know, like just do it because obviously not everybody kind of like puts things in place to ensure that everything is covered. And so where you have the experience and where you can try and make life easy and this is not obviously not as the reception is going on but kind of in and around that kind of stuff and then just being able to chip in and being able to to help out um where you can because you have that experience and you know okay i could be a solution to this problem yeah and other things also include um just being being able to kind of draw on things that will kind of make things memorable for the couple whether that's um that's whether that's conversation beforehand yeah being able to kind of put yourself in a position where you, a lot of the times, I think what, what kind of makes me stand out in terms of with weddings and stuff, is there's been times where I've met the couple a week before their wedding day, but everybody, the parents and family and friends assume that I'm like a, long, a lifelong friend of the couple, but that's because that's intentional. That's obviously, that's what I do to kind of put myself in a position where Okay, now I know about you, now mm-hmm. your different circle of friends that are also gonna be present. I know about your family members and blah blah. And I'm able to kind of maneuver and ensure that everybody gets a piece of the pie and everybody says, Oh yep, yeah, he made it he made it fun for us, he made it yeah. fun for us, he made it fun for us, he made it fun for us. And also at the same time, you're you're managing um, your conflict managing or resolving conflicts in the sense where sometimes you get people at the wedding who might not see eye to eye or even yeah. if you're parents even family members even friends you know and you have to be able to and sometimes people just excited and really noisy and loud and brash and you have to be able to control that in a very respectful manner yeah still try to keep things together you know so there's so much so much i can go on go
0: on i love it How, how do you how do you manage um that loud that one loud table i've had i remember having tables where that one is the one you have to constantly be like, all right, guys, all right, guys. Is there, is there a method that you use to start, to make sure that table kind of is in order throughout the, the evening?
1: Do you know what? Actually, if, if, I, if I say to you that everything I do on every single wedding, it's never, ever planned. I, don't, wow. I have no idea what I'm going to do on the day. It's literally like, and this is what I say to people, like some things, there's a certain reason why you can't really like um, put a finger on someone when they're doing a certain thing. Yeah, it's, it's not like it's. I literally don't operate from a human form. It's literally God, kind of like feeding through me and enabling me to do what I need to do. Kind yeah. of you know what I mean. And I don't say this lightly, and I don't say it to sound over spiritual, but trust me. Like it's, I'm a very, I'm very much an off the dome person. And yes, the, I have experienced to draw because I know how I've done things. I've, I've done what over 400 weddings, so I know. Oh
0: my god!
1: Yeah, I know what I'm doing, kind of thing. But at the same time, I still rely on. I'm like God. Okay, you need to kind of. I, I, every time before i touch the mic i pray i go into my little corner prayer say, god you need to kind of let me say the right thing so there have been times where i've i've kind of sat on the fence with something i've said and i really had to like say okay god you need to like make me <laughs> win everybody back on side because that's gonna really really good i well but Thankfully, that doesn't really happen much anymore but i don't um, i don't have a one-size-fits-all kind of approach to things i think and that's and that's the beauty of it different people are very different and that's why i love people because you can't just take or you, even if it's a nigerian wedding you might have an idea and then be like, oh, okay, this is typical of an idea, <coughs> loud yeah. and noisy. But you can't have that one-size-fits-all approach to things. You have to mm-hmm. approach it in a unique way each time.
0: Yeah. Each but time just time.
1: To be respectful, and sometimes you have to be really cheeky, but respectful, cheek respectful, but cheeky. And then the people are like, oh, "Okay, this MC, you know, he's a very slim man. He doesn't pick <laughs> <make> nonsense, so, <laughs> so they know they know not to play with you." you know? I love that. You to authority in the, in the right way.
0: Yeah. I love that, I love that. Um, I wanted to ask then, let's go back a bit. Tell me, I guess, about the conflict of expectation versus purpose. So for you, you studied accounting um, and that was kind of the, that was the goal, that was where you were heading. That's where, you know, your family knew you were heading, etc. But in your heart, doing that job day in, day out, it wasn't satisfying this was something that you knew, you know, from doing events and you know, that this was ingrained in you, I can do this. Yeah. How did you transition from doing something that everyone expected you to do? <laughs> bless, and bless, you. <laughs> and man, bless you. Amen, bless you. How did you, have, how did you transition from doing something that everyone expects you to do to actually, trans- you know, following your purpose and, and living in that? Um, that's, a,
1: that's a really good question. I, I would say, um, the, the goal or the idea was never ever to kind of be like I want to be a presenter. I want to be a, a host. I guess for me, um, like you said, my my financial financial management was my um, basically my and occupationally. Um, however, when I was in when I was in college and uni, I had the opportunity to kind of do things. Um, someone said Corona. Oh no, God forbid. I reject it. That's <laughs> and It's just, um, just hate fever, just hate fever. Um, so, hate fever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I kind of like had the opportunity to kind of, I won't say test the waters, but kind of be launched out in that kind of way. And opportunities kept on arising, you know, and um, it was like the thing that I kind of dabbled in just for the sake of it. It was, you know, I just kind of felt it was something natural. I didn't really have to try too much. As long as I understood the brief or the, the, okay. of the event, I could just launch myself. Um, but then it came to it, where this all began was it came to a point, I see, where doing an, a, a white-collared corporate job, um, which some people call a nine to five, for me, it was more so at 8 till 11, 12. Like, wow. That was my life. And I was just like, I just, I can't, I can't do this. Mm. Oh, you're frozen. Am I frozen? Are you back? Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> um. So yeah. So it was for me. I just, I just couldn't live that way. I mean, it was quite detriment to, like, health wise, detriment to like things like I wasn't being able to spend a lot of time with family, etc. And so at at the same time, I had already kind of like made strides to kind of like implement something. And I, I would, I, I'm going to be very honest and say it didn't just happen straight away. Like it took me about three and a half, four years to kind of like say, okay, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try and like, go into this wow. and go into this fully. So I had a dear friend by the name of um, mm-hmm. Afolabi, AKA dot Comedian, and he had seen me, like in the earlier years, like went to college and union, was was like "Fuller, you yeah. You're wasting something that you've got. Wow. And then, um, I remember there was this one, one year, I think it was 2012, 2012. <laughs> and you know, when you have crossover, like you're heading into the new year, mm-hmm. They were like, the person you're next to, pray for them and tell them um, and pray for them that God will enable them to see the things that he's placed in their hands and obviously it will, it will, it will make way for them. And he was obviously, he was praying and then we, we also walked home because we lived on the same street and he said, follow like, you know, like I, a lot of times I pray and I, and I pray and I mean it, but this time I prayed for you in a way that I've never prayed for you before. Wow. And he was like, I think it's based on the fact that we've been talking about this for, for many years now, you're not, you've not done anything about it. Um, And so, yeah, and then like, lo and behold, like I was fortunate to have someone that came in my corner. Obviously we've been friends since we were like, what, six, seven years old. Wow. So, you know, that was, that was, that was handy. Um, And for me, it wasn't, it wasn't so much a transition. It was like, okay, I still kind of kept the Nigerian mentality of, I'm going to work, I'm going to work in in my corporate job. And if this happens, it happens. Yeah. And if it doesn't, I'm still going to work. And then obviously, like I said, I intentionally kind of put myself in the market Things that, you know, God kind of used different opportunities and stuff to kind of make the business grow and the service that I was providing grow and grow and grow. And, grow. and then, literally, just hit a point where I was like, Okay, I'm at a crossroad now. Do I continue with my corporate job that is taking that 12, 13, 14 hours of my life? Or do you put my energy in something that I believe that you know, God has definitely placed it because I've known I've had certain personality traits from a very young age, actually. I don't know what it was, but I just knew connected. Yeah. With you know enjoying pe- enjoying being in the presence of people and um, you know like just facilitating things and stuff like that I, i've just known that from a very young age and so i guess like you said it was just kind of where purpose kind of met and then i was like okay look this is me i enjoy doing this i don't enjoy cr- number crunching i'm gonna do this and then yeah, yeah. With, with,
0: with some prayer yeah here i am i love that i love that because when i talk to like because i work with young people a lot. When I talk to them, one of the things that I like to dispel as a myth is um, you can be anything. Mm. You can be anything you want to be. No, you can't. Yeah. It doesn't work like that though. You can't be anything you want to be. Mm-hmm. You can position yourself to yeah. be anything you want to be, but you can't just wish it to happen. Yeah. You've got to actually be in an uh, alignment with where that thing is going. And for you, just like you said, knowing your strengths, knowing that you're not a comedian because you could have gone down the a comedic route. Oh, also I, tried. I tried. Yeah, I tried. yeah I tried. doing stand-up comedy. And <laughs> no, not me. It's nice. <laughs> so knowing that in your person, in yourself, knowing that enable you to say, right, this is what I'm good at. This is how I'm going to align myself, and then all those things, um you know, kind of fell into place. And I think that's a, it's a good for young people and us just as adults to kind of do that. Dig in. What am I good at? Yeah what is it I'm passionate about? What is it that I'm lo- what I love? So I don't yeah. think we do that as much anymore. Yeah. The older we get, I guess the more we settle for where we are. Yeah. Um, but there's, there's greatness in us, but we have to dig. We've got to dig for that greatness yeah. and find it. Um, is, there a, is there a particular wedding where you knew, or event that you knew that, oh, 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 this is taking off. This is, this is taking off. For some people, it's like, you know if they were doing music, it might be a song yeah etc but it was there a particular wedding or event that you said yeah this think, is me
1: <laughs> i think i think it was gradual it wasn't like a straight it wasn't like one wedding so mm. i remember the first wedding i did was in early part of 2015 and it was my really good friend and she was basically saying that i think the way she's growing on me she was i'll be like, oh, found at mc by the way, because i was helping to plan the wedding and just kind of like just help just as a friend would and she was like i'll be at mc but i was like oh okay by the way i'm going to use it and she was like, "Yeah, yeah, sitting in this room." I was like, "Oh wow, who's it?" And she was like, yeah, "It's you." I was like, huh? "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I'm not joking. That's how it happened. Wow. Her the husband to be, her husband, who's her husband now, was um, he was based in the United States, and he was on on the FaceTime, and he was like, "Yeah, man, yeah, we went. I was like, "I was like, wow." Like, right. I was like, are you guys sure?" Like, yeah. and so that's how that happened. Um, that wedding went quite well although i was pretty nervous because i was like hold on this is someone's wedding day if i mess yeah. up yeah this is it so that went quite well um r- randomly after like a few months after i had another wedding and i didn't know these people from adam they didn't know me but I, they reached out to me somehow um at their wedding their wedding went even better than my friend's wedding nice and then there was another wedding and i think after three or four weddings I think, literally, because every wedding that was going well, I was like, God, thank you, thank you, thank you. It went well, it didn't go terrible. And I was just thinking, oh, you know, that beginning is lucky, like, it goes well, goes well, goes well, does well. Then it,
0: like, and it's like, going like, to crash. Like,
1: and then it just kept on steadily, like getting better and getting better. And I, and I think after three or four, I see, that's when I thought, I said, the penny dropped. I said to my wife, yeah, who was my girlfriend at the time. I was like, yeah, yeah, so we're this, is- this is, God, God, was, God like, was really like pruning me whilst I was in college, whilst I was in uni. This, yeah this is this is where this is where i'm supposed to be
0: and touching on what that yeah, touching on what you mentioned about nerves um i don't do you still get nerves does that still come up or because of that period it's gone how do, oh, okay then so it doesn't no more okay
1: no no, no. the thing is, I, I i don't know if it was I, it was nerves because i think number one it was my friend and number two i've never done it before Mm-hmm. After the first time, second time, I won't say I was nervous. I was, kind of, I was kind of like excited, but I was just like, oh, like, I don't know these people. This is interesting. Because at least with my friend, there were people that I knew in the audience or whatever, so I could give them eye contact. Whereas exactly. with the second one, I knew nobody. But it was amazing. because <laughs> I was like, well, that way there's no pressure. You can just be yourself and you can just do. And then, yeah, so I don't, it's weird. I don't I don't know what nerves are. <laughs>
0: That's nice.
1: But it's, it's a good um, feeling not to know what they are.
0: Is there a difference between doing it in the U.K. and doing it international
1: um,
0: what, and, what was your, and what was your first international gig? Uh,
1: I, I think there is slightly a difference. Um, the structure and technicalities are different because different countries, they can. T- like, I think in the U.K., we don't have we don't specifically follow a certain structure, whereas in other countries, they're quite regimented with how they do okay. things and they don't really allow for for that like, space and room to kind of do things in a different way, and it 's all got to do with the fact that with, with the u k this setup is just a bit different where you have different people, different service providers or product providers coming together, whereas abroad a lot of the time most of the things will come from one kind of company and then oh. symbol coming from here also like like I said just, they just like to do certain things at a certain times. Um, my first destination wedding. Oh, but I say destination event. Okay, let me just say destination wedding. My first destination wedding was in that same year that I started actually. Wow. Um, so I did, I did um, I did a birthday, I did a birthday um, I hosted a birthday, and one of the attendees at the birthday, her daughter was getting married, mm-hmm. and she kind of just told her daughter, I've, "I've saw this fantastic host. You need to have him at your wedding." <laughs> And then so yeah, so she then literally called me that same weekend. And was like, oh, my mum. I don't usually listen to my mum, but my mum seems to. Have thought she found a fantastic host. And I remember when I, when she first called me, and I said hello. She was like, oh, you don't sound. I don't want to put this in the relay, but she, you don't sound like an uncle. And I, <laughs> and I was like, uh, <sighs> yeah, and then she, And I was like, um, I was like, uh, hi. I, I, I was kind of turned the back, and then yeah, and yeah. I talking. And then actually, I didn't know her. Her wedding was abroad. I just thought it was somewhere, it, 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 basically it was in Spain and I thought she said she was in Staines that which is near. <laughs> so I said to her, I was like, yeah, of course I can come to Staines. And she was like, yeah. Was like, no. She was like, Spain as in Espanol. I was like, oh. I was like, are you sure? She was like, yeah. Yeah. So that was my first one and it it was phenomenal. I think till yeah. today, from that, from that family alone, I think I've done three weddings. Mm -mm. from everyone that attended that wedding I think I've done like six or seven weddings oh my gosh it's been been amazing
0: how how important would you say relationships are then in terms of the way you interact and your your for me
1: like it's not about just me kind of showing my ability I my intention is to whether it's a wedding whether it's an international event abroad whether it's an event in the UK whether it's corporate whether it's commercial whether it's private I have to literally wear the, the, the your vision hat on my head and on my shoulder. Mm-hmm. I need to yeah. I need to be fully immersed in what I'm doing. I need to understand what it is that you want. And then I'm also gonna kind of give you an indication of what it is that I'm gonna do to either, not only bring about your, well I either, but not only bring <laughs> about your expectation, but also to surpass it, you know? And so my aim is always to kind of like, okay, I know we spoke about this, but in my head it's like, yeah. I'm gonna add fireworks, but then I'm gonna bring like literally a flamethrower as well to kind of make a event absolutely fantastic yeah because for me it's all about experiences for people it's not just about oh you did another wedding for me i want people to look back on their event their wedding their birthday the, mm. car, the whatever it was the advert and be like wow we're, we're so happy we've got this this guy because he he smashed it and that's that's what i want i just want to create an amazing experience that sticks in your brain forever and ever
0: i love that man trust yeah. and I, I i totally connect with that because when in my small little career of doing hosting and everything it was, it was the same kind of feeling of when you're because you're doing this for someone and you're representing them yeah everybody that looks at that host is it's going to reflect on the people that chose them yeah so if you're at that event or if you're at that wedding um if it goes well they're going to be like oh give me the recommendation if it goes bad they're going to be like uh oh, you chose wrong um, yeah. So now that's good, I love that. Tell me quickly uh, about um, your Visa Paris event that you did, that ex- how, how that experience was.
1: So with that, I, think, I guess, I was, yeah, that was that. So basically that was my corporate job um, working for Visa and they literally were like, they wanted to try and find an in-house presenter rather than paying a lot of money for an external person. So they just, oh. So they were just like, oh yeah, they just want people to say, is interested, can you send us a one minute recording? And I sent it in um, and yeah, literally within, within, I think I went home the next day I came back, they were like, yep, so um, yeah, you're definitely doing this. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and so, um, so they got me in um, and literally they were just like, oh, there was a script, but they were like, okay, obviously try and do whatever you can with it. Um, and I was like, yeah. And then it was it was interesting because when I came back, the CEO even was was like, he came to me and was like, what are you, what are you doing in this, in this, in this office? Like working number crunching, like wow. you should be on TV. And this is this is like the see. I mean, this guy's on like fifty million annual salary kind of thing, like the big boss.
0: Come on.
1: Down to everyone saying, "Oh, you know, please put some respect on our superstar." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> but yeah, so it, you know, that was that was absolutely amazing. Um, literally five star. Everything was like even the Formula E boss. He came and spoke to me and everything as well. I was just like, "Oh." maybe we can try and come, you know, forge a contract where, you know, we can get you back quite often. Wow. But obviously they don't do it in the same city, they do it in various different cities. And, and
0: yeah. It. Come on, man. Yeah, And um,
1: good.
0: Guys, welcome. If you are just joining us, uh, this is 21 Questions with Folly Fresh um, and I am your host, Icy. Um, if you're watching this on repeat, um, if you're watching back the replay, welcome, welcome, welcome. You're joining us. Um, he's just been taking us through his journey it's amazing so it's, it's inspirational because you're someone who um, you do a lot but mm-hmm. you don't say a lot mm-hmm. you just do a lot yeah. and if I mean, it takes digging for people to know um, like how far you've come and all, all the stuff that you've kind of achieved yeah. um, so what's that, what we, where I from now? yeah so with all that you've with all that you've done, there was a point where you kind of got burnout and you were just just doing doing too much. It was almost going too well. Right. Tell me about that period of time when you was in that burnout period I think do you know you
1: know like when you're on when you're on a ride and for doing something and like obviously we're hosting and presenting I enjoy it um and so like you just kind of feel like okay, it's not work or whatever, but then you just forget that it is work because it's tasks mm. the body it's tasks in the brain etc and so i think you know you learn different sides of you or different sides of your business or your service that you're providing all the time whether it's marketing whether it's you know service delivery customer custom service whatever aftercare whatever it is you learn and for me it was i had to have the burnout that wow. kind of period or session or whatever event occur For me to understand that, okay, now you've got to manage your diary better. You know that this is your capacity, Mm. your limit. Because I would do things like, I'll fly, I'll do an an event in London, um, whether it's a wedding, a birthday, a corporate event, whatever it is. And then I'll fly out to another country, maybe in Europe or whatever. Then from there, I'll fly out to another country and then I fly back to London and then I have to fly back and that it just didn't make sense it didn't make any sense
0: international
1: so, yeah so I got really like I, physically I got really I got really sick I got really ill and the people that have to kind of deal with that are, is the people within my home you know and it's not fair on them because it's like as much as you're thriving you're also being irresponsible because you're doing things yeah. like, you know so and so now I've learned kind of like know that like, this is my limit and this is this is where i can go and anything else i know, i'm not happy to say no there's many other fantastic MCs or service providers out there and presenters out there that i'll be happy to recommend and that's just how i am I don't, yeah there's this there's, there's, there's room at the top for everyone I'm, it's not like i have to take everything to go I mean? So, mm-hmm. yeah
0: how do you now um kind of de- decompress and excel after an event or a wedding how do you take time for yourself
1: Um, so I try to operate within, like I said, a certain capacity. So let's say in a seven day working week, if I have to cover events, I'll probably want to do more than three. And depending on what kind of season it is, if it's like high season, I'll probably want to do more than three or uh, stretch four. And if it's low season, then uh, four in a week. Yeah. Yeah. Three or four in a week. But when I say, when I say events, I mean, some of them might just be like not weddings and, not all not not four weddings like maybe i might have two weddings a birthday and then i might have like i don't know a recording for like all some right. content or whatever or do an advert or do whatever but not necessarily like ban out like four weddings back to all back right. that's that's way too much um, um there was actually one time actually i, put, I had to take uh, netizzle um dj netizzle will basically verified it. I that's like nine paracetamol's or ad- for at an event because I literally i was yeah i was gonna fall down and die
0: you took nine paracetamol
1: over the space of the whole day yeah because i was just literally <sighs> it. and and stuff like that was really bad because like i threw up twice at the event when there was a break i went to the toilet i threw up twice trust me it's not worth no amount of money is worth worth like you putting yourself through wow. but i learned the hard ways in it so
0: thank God yeah. for being able to learn this well. <laughs> um how how do you go about no, I don't want to answer that. I was, I was going to ask that. I don't want to answer that.
1: Um, <laughs> but I do, all, all, all I would say is that I, I do, I do like factor in rest. It's a conscious effort. Okay. Do yeah. so, you know what I mean? So whether it's just like sitting down and chilling at home or mm. just, yeah, just, I don't know, going for a swim or I, I don't really swim that much living like that. Yeah. Just, just do, just chilling, just
0: chilling out. <laughs> yeah. I was going I was going ask you, I was going to ask about how do you go about pricing yourself because you're, exerting so much energy, you're out there, you're away from family, you're away from friends, you are pouring a lot into other people's lives in a sense. Mm -hmm. How then do you price your value and and, and what you're you're giving, what you're presenting?
1: So For me, I think there's just various different factors that that enable me to reach a certain um, service rate Um, and that's obviously that's things like the time commitment I'm giving to you. Mm -hmm. Things like the skill, the level of skill. Um, yes. That I know that you're you're getting them, um, like basically, kind of top end, kind of level of skill. Come
0: on, and, talk that talk.
1: And experience, um, not even in a kind of cocky way, but it just kind of like because of kind of built that experience. Thank, thankfully, um, I'm able to kind of like obviously there's a lot of things that I know now, and there's things that I probably know that you may not even think about and all that kind of stuff. Um, so it's experience, it's skill, it's time. It's, um, what else is it? It's, you know, like just just kind of added value, innovation, all all these different things come into like that. And then that's where kind of like things kind of, that's that's kind of how I kind of move in terms of like meeting people at a service, from a service kind of price point. Mm-hmm. So it's not just necessarily, okay, I'm working for you for six hours, no, 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 no. Time is only a factor. There's other different factors that come from sure. So, yeah so and obviously like i said like the kind of you're not getting a fully fresh of three years ago two years ago or even one year ago you're getting the fully fresh of like who
0: has like almost like, almost 10 years of experience now so True. you're going have to pay for that basically. talk that talk <laughs> Um, one thing i did like i mentioned i was very surprised i didn't know you were married i didn't even know you had a child how many children we got Dos, Two. Two
1: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. To... you know i just i just I, I keep that in fact let me let you answer swear, yeah no because that's what, that's what i wanted to lead to like you you're out there but you're not out there mm-hmm. and so if somebody was to just go by your instagram profile it would be like you know fully fresh da, 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 da. it was only when i was searching and i found an old interview you did yeah. and you mentioned oh i gotta help get little one to sleep i was like little what yeah, <laughs> yeah. and so I wanted to ask. Yeah, I wanted to the arcs. um Is that something that you do? Is that something on purpose where you keep those um, worlds separate? Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, okay. this this page is specifically, and I, I know I, I've I've got a stick from um, the big boss it away that obviously I should keep it as it's intended. Like obviously you don't see Nike, Adidas, or like the deck directors or whatever, or even the creative directors kind of going in it and putting up like silly things or whatever. So it's like but keep it. What it is and what it needs to be, um, and so, I'm, but I've always even operated from that kind of point anyway. Like this is a, this is a, especially this page that obviously everyone's viewing me from is a business account, account, yeah. strictly for business. And although I might even sometimes like show a bit of my personality and make jest and joke and laugh and whatever, you never see me putting up like my family or like things from a personal perspective because that's just again, different everyone's different, you know? yeah. different stroke, different fault. But for me, it, this is not what this is about. Um, I might have a million and one other pages for all of that kind of stuff. If you know, you know, if you don't, you don't. <laughs> but I'd <I'm>, uh, <laughs> rather just keep them separate. And plus, mm. I just, I come from the the school of thought where that kind of, that kind of side to my life is so precious to me. I don't really need to be putting out out
0: on blast. Wow yeah i I like that you know i like because i guess we're definitely in an age um where privacy is is undervalued yeah yeah and sharing is over overrated and i remember back you know there's a jay-z lyric where he says if it wasn't for these pictures you wouldn't see me at all
1: yeah and i
0: love that lyric because it says it goes back to that era where there was mystique around people you didn't know as much as you know now and that kept certain things away from people um and i think i myself i'm trying to get back to that stage where it's uh, i'll show you certain things but there's certain things you don't need to know and there's certain things that you don't need to see there's certain things that we can keep for ourselves and, and yeah. that will be our own story yeah. um, and when the time comes to share it and call cool. uh, but i think there is a pressure this fear of missing out of oversharing yeah. and i think we're, we're in a stage now where that over it's almost like there is a backlash from that mm. and people are now retreating and thinking okay it's a bit but more um wise and a bit more savvy about what i share yeah. um how how is it being a husband and a father managing both those two roles um being
1: a husband is i don't know i guess we've been together for so long and um, so it's just like it's it's amazing, but also because my wife is like my homie. Like she's like, obviously she's my lover, but she's like my
0: she's a homie lover, friend. She's
1: my she's my day one, um, and so yeah. That's I mean, she, in fact, I'm, I'm I would say I'm more privileged. She has to put up with me rather than me putting up with her. Um, what does she have to put up with? Because sometimes I'm just like one one thing, and I admit this on Instagram Live is that out, outside <laughs> of the house. I am like an energizer bunny, but at home, sometimes I'm as boring as whatever. I'm just quiet, or sometimes I just sleep, and I just sit down and I'm like, yeah. So sometimes I kind of exert too much energy outside. I'm just like, there's actually not much left in the tank, um, and then sometimes I have too much energy at home, and I just annoy her, and she's like, "What's wrong with you?" <laughs> so you know, I'm like, I'm like the different two two different extremes. Um, but being a husband is, is a blessing, is a privilege to have someone that's just committed to me and, you know, just cares for me and loves me unlimitedly and as do I. Um and being a father is just special, man. I just it's yeah, it's it's one of those things that when you hear, like, before you get to that stage, you're like, Oh yeah, it sounds amazing, but when you're in it, it's like it's undis- it's indescribable. It's just so it's such a huge blessing, man. That like these mm. these little ones look up to me and they're like, Yeah, yeah, daddy I'm just like,
0: Yeah, yeah So <laughs> <laughs> is there anything? Is there anything that you have learned from them, from being children, and learned about life, in them being just little children? Because children, um, I think they are the, they are sometimes the purest form of what life is about, yeah. in the way they approach things, in yeah. the risks that they take, in the fear they don't have. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you've seen from your children that has taught you about life?
1: I think that's the biggest thing for me: the, the fact that. Um, the the lack of fear, it's just like, it's like, like because they're such in such a pure state, they haven't been nurtured to know fear. So it's just like, yeah, like my daughter will fully run towards a wall and not even slow down, and I'm thinking, well hold on, do you not see that wall? And she's like, yeah, I can run. Like in her mind, it's like she can run through it. and I was like, oh, I, maybe I need to be like that kind of thing. So yeah, the lack of fear. Because sometimes I've, you know, I'm I've been my own hindrance no not so many a time i've been my own hindrance in terms of like i have a up 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 or just doing whatever it is and it's just like yeah I can just i'm just sometimes watching it and seeing have grow, and the courage not saying that i have the courage but sometimes just the courage to kind of just press and just do do things like that, you know without second guessing or whatever do your due diligence but then just go with it so that's i think that's the bigger thing and then patience because so these these children teach you if you don't have patience they will daddy what's <laughs> this? daddy what's this i'm like father lord leave me alone <laughs> <laughs> but it's, cute, it's, cute. Me, it's trust and me trust me they know the answer they'll still ask you
0: i'm holding a banana daddy what's that you know that's <laughs> the question that's the questions Can't play. <laughs> um, what type of parents do you hope to be
1: um i i hope to be
0: the kind of parent where
1: my I build an open, transparent relationship with my daughter where she even in in the best of things and in not so great of things that she can come and talk to me and confide in me and just communicate with me openly and honestly, without feeling that I'm going to judge her, even if mm-hmm. I have to chastise her, you know, I'll do it in love, you know, and just kind of also for her to see that like her mom, I treat her mum with respect I care for her mum, like that's the kind of, I want to be that example that they see and be like, okay, I want to be like that that's the basic kind of parent or father. I pray to God that I am.
0: Yeah. Why is that important to you?
1: Um,
0: that they're open, that they feel that openness and transparency.
1: Um, I mean, I guess maybe because I know how I was with my parents, and my, my, my parents were quite militant, um, and so something that I would be able to talk to them about, um, and a lot of times, a lot of things I weren't able to. But then, who do you turn to? Your peers who are going through the same thing as you and who may um, advise you in the wrong way, give you, you know, bad advice, etc. So I just wanted to see me as her dad, but also see me as a friend, or not mm-hmm. ask them to see me as as their friend, you know, and um, just someone who's not only an example, but someone who's like, you know, like they can, it's like they're on a journey with me. Like they're not like, not like the headmaster and they're like, they're just watching, but we're kind of in this video yeah, like yeah. because obviously that in that case I'll be their first example mm-hmm. and also, and I'll just kind of not, not not just I but myself and my wife will be like the the you know that kind of sanctuary for them before they kind of go out into the world and if the world is telling them different we're kind of guiding them in truth and in and the right in in, in righteousness if you want to quote that whole yeah. right and then yeah yeah tell me
0: about your faith and 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 what it kind of means to you for me it's it's the core of who
1: i am um i think i've just gone through so many things in life and not 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 many crazy things or things that are like well devastating but i've gone through many things in life and i've hit certain points in my life where i'm just like definitely wasn't me this it this, like something else operating and working for my good and i just know this because it just doesn't make sense and i didn't do anything to facilitate influence or either take myself out of a situation or whatever so yeah so for me it's it's the core driver as to who i am um I, I, yes i was brought up in the church but i actually came to the realization for myself that yeah that god is like the orphan finisher of me my being my faith my life and yeah it drives it drives my interaction and relation with people like, i put people before me i love people i don't judge people um i give people a chance maybe two chances um, you know and I think that all it all stems from from the core of my existence of my being and that's my faith and my belief in God and in Jesus Christ and for me it's like understanding my faith like obviously different people have different interpretations of Christianity but for me it's it's that sacred relationship that first sacred relationship between you and this all-knowing invisible God that is very very real and very very present so yeah. Like I said, I've seen his handwork in my life, so that's that's just how it is. People people may argue and people may have their own reservations, but yeah. the
0: yeah. fact, it's factual. It's not disputable. It's not. Is there one quality above all that you love about God the most? What what would that be?
1: Um, his he, unending. Unconditional love, because honestly, like it's something that we raise as a prayer point in my home every day. Because it just makes it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. It's like imagine you made a robot and you told the robot, obviously I know we're not robots, but you gave the robot free free will, and you said all you were required to do though is to kind of honor you in the in you know in the best way possible in a in a way that's beneficial for the robot. And the robot does. Does sorry my phone Um and the robot just does. Things that are against you all the time, but you love the robot. You nut to the robot. You look after the robot. You care for the You over and your plan and, and your desire for the robot is for the robot to just be blessed. Be... <laughs> yeah, every day it's just like I'm just like. And sometimes you know when you know you do wrong, you know like, oh, I've messed with me. And God is saying like, yeah, I'm,
0: I'm I'm ready anytime. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah.
1: Like what? How does that even make sense for me? It's
0: like... <laughs> <laughs> that is so true i love it now thank you thank you for sharing that man um we're kind of we've got about a couple more minutes left i wanted to ask um two two or three more questions one was where do you get these suits from, from like you i hope you pay <laughs> i hope you tip your tailor because the way your suits fit are crazy where are you getting them from and how many have you got but
1: you know what it's funny because when we went into lockdown, one of the ways i wanted to pick myself up was to try and make little like on my phone i have so much content but i don't put it out there because I just sometimes i don't feel it ties in with the brand but anyway one one of the videos i did was in lockdown I, wanted to, I actually was going through my wardrobe and counting how many suits i've got then i remembered there's still some suits in the suitcases and stuff like that so this is not like even all of them so actually if i'm honest with you i think i have over about 30 40 like 30 40 suits and um and then that's just suits because somehow I've been I've, I've had like trousers and blaze and trousers and waistcoat made or just a blazer oh. made, whatever. So if are talking about, you know, tailoring, it's plenty. But it comes to, it, it, it's required because it comes with a job And yeah, like, Trust when, me. When you're quite fully fresh, you can't like not look fresh, you
0: know what I mean? So trust me.
1: <laughs> so one has to one has to it's all that, yeah, it is it is hundred But um but yeah, um yeah, I've got loads of suits, but it, I think the way the way that comes about is um, some people that like, approach me and they want to kind of go into partnerships or whatever. So we have like branding deals and others, you know, I've just like kind of built good relationships with them and then they've just produced like fantastic pieces on that. Like, I've just gone back to them for more.
0: So nice. Their, nice. Yeah. Last, well, second to last question if we have time. Yeah. Um, is how would you like to be remembered? We don't know how long we're down here for. Yeah. Um, when you go, how would you like to? How would you like people to remember you and who you are? Um, so I just saw the comments. I was like,
1: Oh, who's your tailor? <laughs> That's beach. I, I have three main ones that I kind of go to, but I don't know. I just, I'm mindful for time, so DM me and I'll, and I'll let you know. <laughs> I tag them all the time in my pictures. Um, I will tailor, so. Um, i would say sorry I
0: question. oh is it like how, how would you like to be remembered oh i'd
1: love to be remembered as someone who is um a definitely a lover of god and a an exa- an extension of what jesus christ is what jesus christ is and was when he was um, physically on this earth and then um i would also love to be known as the man who just loved people he just wanted the best for people he tried to bring out the best in people
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and just kind of, yeah, just love people for for the fact that they're people. They're, they're part of the, the brotherhood, they the sisterhood of the human race.
0: Yeah, love that. Come on. Uh, last question then is, do you have a question for me? Ooh, yeah, me. Um, and this comes from, from the very beginning. I was going to say, so
1: when are we going to see you kind of like launching into the whole presenting hosting role? Because, funnily enough, I think one of my earliest experiences before I even got into the industry was obviously I, I, I obviously i've known you for quite some time anyway, and i just i always knew that you you have an amazing way with people and yeah, you, know, you you know you, yeah you just you're, you're kind of basically a whole song I just also song, my see that whole song oh thank yeah, you. so do you have plans to kind of like you know yeah do, do
0: hosting? Course, yeah yeah do you know what i I think because of this platform, I think the sit down is really um given me the, the training ground for it mm-hmm. um, and my friend, one of my good friends, but like Elizabeth, she always said that, you know, you should go into hosting, you should go into hosting, but I was just like, mm, I don't, I'm, I'm an introvert. I don't like attention and hosting puts you on like, the front line. Yeah. But I think doing the sit-down has really, really been a training ground for me and helping me um, understand how to make it work for myself. Yeah. Yeah. So it's definitely something I'm really I'm looking to go into now and just I don't know how I don't I probably have to message you later on but yeah sure I don't know what the route is but I'm I'm more open to I think doing this platform has maybe more open um to it so yeah okay. maybe we might we might do co-host an event soon <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I, and, I, and I think it's amazing how you said that, because I think one thing that people don't know is that there's not just one avenue, I mean, like you said, there's weddings, there's corporate, there's presenting, there's radio, there's TV, there's there's voiceovers, there's, there's so many different kind of yeah. different areas. So, yeah, the possibilities are endless.
0: Endless. So, thank you. Fully Fresh, thank you for your time, for 21 questions. Um, it's been good chatting with you and just finding out about your journey and you know, who you are inside. Like Sometimes people will just see you as the extrovert folly, mm. um, but there's different different sides to you. Man. But all of those tie into who you are and a lover of God, a father, a, you know, a husband, and just an all-round lover of people. So like we celebrate you, man. Uh, we're gonna be making sure, like I said, anybody that comes on this platform, the whole aim is that if I bring you on this platform, it's because I endorse, who you are as a person and what you do, and um, so any, we're going to be like you said, CCTV, we're going to always be watching what you're doing, and just anytime we can, just be promoting and just supporting you. So continue to do what you're doing, man. And um, man, we wow. salute you, man. We salute you.
1: Thank you for
0: having me. No worries, no worries at all. So no problem. Take care, say it to the family, man.
1: I will do you likewise.
0: All right, bro. No Take care. See you, everyone. Thank you. What's up guys. Thank you so much for joining us for 21 questions of fully fresh in the comment section. We've got one minute and 25 seconds. I want to know how you found it. Go, whether it's one word, whether it's a sentence, whether there's something that really connected with you Throw it in the comment section, um, right about now, <laughs> let me to leave it out. Um, thank you so much for joining us. If it is your first time, make sure you go after this, click the link in the bio, go and watch all the other episodes and via our youtube channel uh via our podcast and platforms as well we've been we've got like 17 18 episodes of people sharing their stories and sharing in power you know powerful um developments in their life and how they've got to where they are Um so if you've just caught this and you're catching the tail end once this ends it's going to be on the profile on instagram so you can watch it all the way back but i'm saying again Go back, click the link in the bio, and go and watch all the other ones um, that we've been doing. Thank you so much. Yes, Beaches. Yeah, he's, he was so calm. I was like, "Whoa, okay." <laughs> Different side. Um, definitely. Who else? What else? Are you not saying? You said um, I forgot Folly's prize. Do you know what Becky? I didn't have a prize. I'm gonna I'm gonna rejig this prize thing because I think I ran out of prizes. I'm gonna freak out. I think of something. Thank you for that. Um, nine seconds of a minute. All right, guys. I gotta go. Thank you for joining us. Next Thursday, we're back again.